Today is September 8th, 2023, and welcome to the Read Through the New Testament podcast. We're at it again. Hi, everyone. Yeah, and uh, today we're going to read Matthew 7 and uh, the end of Stephen's sermon in Acts 7. We started that yesterday. We'll finish it today. And uh, Matthew chapter 7 is really dear to my heart because it was really helpful and instrumental in my Christian growth. Uh, just to see that just because you say, hey, I'm a Christian, uh, doesn't mean that you'll enter Christ's kingdom, as we shall see in uh, verses 21 through 23. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it more when we read that. But here Jesus is finishing his most famous, longest sermon he ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount. Here he's bringing it home, right, yep. the, the core of what it's about. This is the... This will come, we'll come to the end of the Sermon on the Mount yep. at the end of this chapter. Yep, I'm going to start reading. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll be able to see clearly and take the speck out of your brother's eye. It's just a great picture. Mm -hmm. A speck and a log, and how true that is. Mm -hmm. Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Okay, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Verse 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Oh, that's sometimes called the golden rule. Yep. Enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Verse 15, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. Yep, here's the core, 21 through 23. Some have called this the scariest verse in all the Bible of people being deceived, thinking that they're okay with the Lord only to find out on that last day when there's no other time that they aren't. Mm -hmm. That's why you'll recognize them by the fruits. If people really believe, they'll be changed, transformed. They'll be, there will be um, demonstrations in their life that they really believe. Jesus says this, verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many works in your name? 
And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. This is about the wise men built his house upon the rock. <laughs> There's a song here that goes this yep. one too, if you know it. <laughs> okay, verse 24. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat against that house. And it fell and great was the fall of it. Smash. And when Jesus finished these sayings, and we're going to see that uh, often in Matthew. Jesus says, finishing these sayings. Mm -hmm. I think it's five times actually it shows up for the Mm -hmm. five discourses we talked about in class. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the five talks that Jesus gives. Verse yeah. 28. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. Okay. Now we're going to go over to Acts chapter 7 and finish Stephen's sermon. And we're starting in verse 30 of chapter 7. It's not going to end well. Right. Okay. Uh, chapter 7, verse 30. And the context is he's already so, talked about Yep, so uh, Stephen has been talking to them about the history of the Jews and talking about how they have been in many different places, not just Jerusalem. And so Abraham and how he wandered and came to Canaan and then Joseph and how he went to Egypt and the Israelites were slaves there. And then Moses, how he brought the people into the wilderness. So that's where we've been. Yeah, and Moses was in Egypt, and now he's at Midian. When when God appeared to Moses, this great event of the burning bush, he was in Midian. He wasn't in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so verse 30. Now, when 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. And as he drew near to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them, and now I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for 40 years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. It's like the Ten Commandments. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside. And in their hearts, they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idol and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away and gave them over to worship the host of heaven, as is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring me slain beasts and sacrifices during the 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You took up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Rephan, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. 
Verse 44. <clears throat> Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness. That's the tabernacle. Just as he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it according to the pattern he had seen. Our fathers, in turn, brought it, the tabernacle, in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. That's in the promised land. So it was until the days of David, the king, who found favor in the sight of God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. That's the temple. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? Yep, and thus concludes his whole argument, as they said in chapter 6 and verse 13, this man never ceases to speak against this holy place. And basically he That's says... the temple. The temple in Jerusalem, right there. And he says, God works beyond just the holy place. Mm-hmm. And he also says that they were claiming that Stephen spoke against the law, and he's showing that he understands the law that was given to Moses. Yep, and right here he turns against them and says, okay, I speak against the law, but you guys never kept the law. Yeah. And that's what caused them to want to kill him. Then they got angry. Yep, verse 51. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the laws delivered by angels and did not keep it. Now, when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. (laughs) But he, Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, behold, I see the heavens opened and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And we'll see him a lot in the book of Acts. Yes. Little foreshadowing there. And then uh, as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So amazing grace of being stoned. And he cries out just like Jesus, Father, mm-hmm. forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Luke mm-hmm. 22, verse 41. All right, well. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow. It. Bye-bye. Bye.